from our home to your speakers. VoiceAmerica.com Hi, I'm John Gaunt, the host and curator of the Augmented City Podcast, and I'm here in Hollywood at the Infinity Festival, which brings together world-class storytellers and world-class technologists to actually weave culture and code. And I'm joined by Joanna Popper, who is the Vice President for VR for Location-Based Entertainment for HP. So, Joanna, thank you very much for speaking with us today. Thank you for inviting us here. It's great to be here, and it's great to have you all here at this festival. It's very exciting. Okay, excellent. So let's get started with... What Basically, what is the main thing HP is showing at this festival, and how are you engaging the ecosystem? Sure. So most people know HP. This is right. actually our 80th anniversary. Oh. We were originally founded in Silicon Valley, two founders in a garage creating technology for Walt Disney and their movie Fantasia. So we have oh, a very okay. long, you know, we're the first, for one of the first companies really building Silicon Valley. So long, long history right. in technology, in computing, and in media and, and entertainment. So today, we look at the future and we look mm-hmm. at what is that future of computing going to be and what we see is it's going to be virtual reality augmented reality mm-hmm. immersive computing artificial intelligence even 3d printing and digital manufacturing and we're bringing it all together right. to build what that future is so here at the infinity festival we're showing some amazing experiences one called running one uh, that was created by intel and reggie watts and kyra benzig another one called microdosing by android jones and they're showing the future of and you know even where we are today in virtual reality using HP technology powered by HP technology our new HP Reverb headsets our you know very powerful workstations and even our VR backpacks well you mentioned an entire clutch of technologies whether we're talking about artificial intelligence or 5G mobile or things Mm -hmm. what are some of the things that you've observed as sort of a general trend of how especially this community in Hollywood Mm -hmm. adopts technology and then how does that uh, play into some other industries sure well you know when we're looking at virtual reality we're looking along the entire pipeline so design create experience okay so we're seeing impact for virtual reality and virtual production in how Hollywood is creating their their experiences and then all the way to how experiences are being you know how audiences are interacting with experiences right. so on the design and create you know I hosted a panel this morning where we, ta- where we were talking with people about how they're using virtual production and how artificial intelligence is impacting that pipeline and they were talking about the things that they in terms of the edit suite and in terms mm-hmm. of creating movies for example things that used to take three weeks to do now uh. you can do in three days so if you think and many of these tasks were actually tasks that were quite repetitive they right. weren't the most interesting and creative and innovation of, of the tasks along the pipeline and so you're you're freeing, you're, you're, you're compressing time, you're, you're saving budgets, and you're freeing up artists to spend their, more of their time doing creative and interesting things. And so that is a, is a big switch. Um, and, you know, you see many directors now who are doing their pre-visualization work in virtual reality, right? right? So virtual reality allows you to see something that's not yet built. So if you're thinking about creating a set, 
for mm-hmm. Hollywood. It's a lot faster to create it in virtual reality and then go inside a headset and look at what that head, what that shot might be. I see. And and create it first in VR and make your changes and then create it in the real world in some cases or in some cases just do it completely on green screen. So they're, they're kind of like doing the web equivalent of wireframing uh, b- before they actually get into the into the shot, right? Yes, yes. Wow. And we see similar you know, similar um, models in in architecture. Right. So we work with companies that are say creating a new building or creating a you know, pre-construction and they do those design reviews in mm-hmm. virtual reality again saving time saving money and using that whole process in a much more efficient way right. we even we even did it ourselves we built our new office for HP in Houston and we built out of you know what it looked like in virtual reality so employees could see what the new building would look like even before the building was built Wow, outstanding. Okay, so if that is on sort of the the pre-production side, how are they using it on the actual create side? When they're actually, you know, we know what we want to do, now let's... Let, let's yeah. get it done. Yeah. Well, well so th- there's the design, the create, and then experience. Right. So on the experience side, you, know, I've, you, you mentioned I work with location-based entertainment. Right. Now, location-based entertainment is really anywhere you go outside of your home to experience entertainment. So... Uh, theme parks, museums, mm-hmm. uh, arcades, uh, cinemas, you know, places, malls, places we've been going for years. And right. if you think about it, those places always are taking that latest technology, that greatest, mm-hmm. you know, most exciting thing, and bringing it to an environment to inspire us to leave right. our homes and go be entertained, you know, with with our families and friends. And we're seeing a lot of companies that we're working with, and a lot, you know, and then the cinemas, the malls, the arcades, right. bringing virtual reality experiences into their environments to drive additional revenue, increment, you know, to drive new customers into their environments, to decrease the costs in some cases, you know, you're simulating a roller coaster, but you don't have to build out the entire right. roller coaster to create to create more customer satis- satisfaction or to, you know, even, you know, to, to create that innovation right. experience. And so we've been working with companies like Dave and Busters, like Zero Latency, like Nomadic Spaces, mm. Dreamscape, Tubit Circus, you know, mm-hmm. all here in the US and then many companies mm. around the world in so real in China uh, VR uh, uh arcade in the Netherlands, Park Playground in Belgium, where they're in creating these amazing yeah. environments where you go into a mall or a cinema or an arcade or a theme park and you experience something like you're in the middle of the Jurassic World or you yeah. are underwater scuba diving, you know, saving whale sharks. <laughs> okay. And you're doing that, you know, in, a, in, in an environment such as, you know, in a, like in a mall or in a mm-hmm. cinema, but you feel that you're inside the experience and you're doing that together with your friends and family. You're interacting. You may be able to affect the storyline and change what right. that ending is. And so you're having this true immersive experience, a true interactive experience, and you're engaged with somebody else while you're doing it. So it's a social experience too. Right. So it's almost, I mean, if anything, e-commerce has taught us is how little people actually say, I am going to this venue because I need to purchase this particular item and pay for it and then leave. Yes. It's actually far more social and far more immersive when we go, quote unquote, shopping. So 
taking that to, um, to, to other areas, I know that the entertainment industry is a big business for HP, but HP's a lot bigger. Of course. <laughs> so what, yeah. are, what are some, of the, some other industries that are starting to adopt some of these uh, techniques and technologies to actually change their business? Sure. So I mentioned architecture, engineering, construction, right. and product development. Pretty much all big automotive companies are also creating right. their pipeline and their, their uh, approval set, you know, the, the, the vir uh, in virtual reality. Right. Now. So before you have to build out that, say, $100,000 car, you know, <laughs> they do, you know, checking, checking all the different angles and, you know, what does it look like inside, what does it look like outside. They do a lot of that in virtual reality these or days. Or retooling the assembly line. Exactly. Mm. Um, yeah, they're training the workers as well mm -hmm. in virtual reality and augmented reality. Right. Um, so training is a huge, huge use case. What's interesting, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of success in this area. You know, if you this, we've seen stats that say if you train if you train a worker using say the traditional method of a of a book or you know reading reading something, they'll likely retain five percent. If Found somebody right. listens to a presentation, so say somebody actually even watches this video, they'll retain ten percent. Right, so right. everyone remember that you know pick their ten percent that you want to remember because <laughs> that's all you're going to get. <laughs> and if you if you have a virtual reality experience, people it's what seventy five percent stays with you. It's kind of it feels like it lodges like right. a memory. It's something you actually did, something you actually experienced. So now if you th take that for example into the workforce, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. So at HP, we actually trained our printer technicians using virtual reality, and we were able to take our you know, as, as a proof of concept, we were able to take the, the training from seven days down to three days. That's huge in terms mm. of the economics, in, ter in terms of that that impact to the bottom line. So you see companies from, Fe I think FedEx just announced mm -hmm. today, Walmart actually trains their employees for Black Friday in virtual reality. You see surgeons training, training their, right. getting trained in virtual reality. The stats for surgeons are, you know, as astounding. Mm -hmm. um, we've seen statistics that say, if surgeons who get trained in the traditional method two weeks later retain about 20%, hmm. surgeons who get trained in virtual reality a year later still retain 80%. So when you go in for your next surgery, try to get, make sure you get <laughs> oh, some I surgeon. Want, I, want <laughs> a, I, I want someone who's been in simulation. Exactly, a lot. exactly. So we're just seeing you know, huge, huge impacts. You know, um, a lot of people do say you know, at first, oh, isn't this just for gaming? But when we, you know, we know, when we think about it as the future of computing, that's kind of like asking, right. well, what is the internet for? The internet is yeah. for everything, right, at this point. It's like asking early days, what's the internet for? The internet is for everything. And so, to, you know, we, we are working across training, healthcare, mm -hmm. higher education, architecture, engineering, construction, and product dev, and entertainment. But really, we're still in a pretty early stage in in the life mm -hmm. cycle of this next phase of computing. And so there's a lot of use cases that we haven't yet discovered yet. Right. And so we're seeing really powerful cases like the, some of the ones we just talked about, but we, we know there's so many more that are yet to be discovered that we're really excited for creative technologists mm. and engineers and you know, amazing storytellers that, like those that are here at Infinity Festival today to work together and help you know, help and work with us to build that future for all of us to continue to improve upon our experiences. Yeah, one of the things that, that j came into my mind as you're describing people who are getting much higher retention stuff is that we're actually changing the audience from sort of being that Greek chorus who's stepping back and being invisible and, wa and watching media to actually stepping into the stage to where what's the difference between cinematic art and performance art right. now as, as, as these systems go forward? Now, 
if we were to, t to take that idea that we saw in training and in entertainment, where do you see that starting to emerge in how we educate people? I mean, what, given these new affordances, what do people really need to know if they're going to work with you? Well, in terms of you know, how VR is yeah. being used in education or what do people need to know to start working Go, well, in the field? Well, uh, let's start with working in the field and then, we're, and then we can expand it to VR and education. Well, I think if you're, you know, if you're a company, I mean, we see use cases for driving revenue, for mm. decreasing costs, for increasing efficiency, for increasing productivity. And so when you think about it as a business, like, you know, what be, you know, those, being seen as innovative, you know, those are all things that most businesses right. are wanting to do and, and thinking about. And so there are way, you know, if you're running, if you're running a business and you want to, you want to immerse your audiences mm. in your product, maybe your product doesn't exist yet, but it's something right. that you want to immerse them in creating a virtual reality experience or an augmented reality experience to have that your your you know your potential customers understand what your product is. That's a great mm. use case. Um, another another great use case is you know sort of a marketing extension where you put audiences inside the world that you're creating and you know involve them in that way. So that's that's from the marketing side. From the training side, real, you know it's any environment where the training of those employees or are, are is going to be dangerous, mm -hmm. is going to be expensive. Is it's going to be far away. So we work, you know, across armed forces, you know, the, mm -hmm. the first responders, oil and gas, um, helicopter or man uh, maintenance, where you may, it may be that previously people had to fly to one place in the world to get trained. Now they can get trained in virtual reality. So all of those use cases are applicable as well as soft skills training. You know, there's a lot of, uh, most companies train on uh, on ethics, on integrity, mm -hmm. on uh, harassment, you know, you know, how to be a better manager. De-escalation, those kinds of things. De-escalation, right. right. And so in doing the that sort of role play in virtual yeah. reality be, can, can be a, maybe a more safe space for people to get trained as they get up to sp up to speed on on those on those uh, new skills so, so effect effectively it's sort of like a gymnastics gym for uh, for the mind you know yes. you can you can basically bounce around and learn right and learn in maybe a, you know a lower risk a lower risk environment right you in, know. in a lower risk mm -hmm. okay well we're looking at um, infinity festival 2019 and there are some just amazing uh, demonstrations here and yeah. such. but let's, let's let's wind the clock forward to uh, 2021 two years 2021 okay. two, two years from now you know dog, dog years 14 years worth of uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, of technology advance technology moves fast yeah what are some of the things that you hope to be seeing in the in, in the near future that are going to really move the needle on not just how we do better VR, but how VR is going to spread into more and more areas? That's a great question. I, I would say, you know, there's a lot of things that we're looking at for the, you know, the upcoming few years. We're looking, you know, at creating, in a way, smarter headsets. So right. headsets that uh, take that are, uh, become more personalized, more customized, mm -hmm. it, you know, take bioanalytics and, you know, for the example of training, understand, you know, what's your cognitive load or, you know, how are you, how are you interacting and how are you, you know, it, it, are you really understanding the training, right? So um, we're looking at doing a lot more, you know, two-way conversation with the technology. That's, that's a big one. You know, all of the companies we're all looking at, you know, how do we make the, the, the heads, the headset experience, you know, faster, 
lighter, more ergonomic, so that you know people want to you know. And, and we've done a great job of, of getting to that point, but there's still you know of course more, more work right. to, more work to come. So that that's something that we're looking at. Um, this morning we were talking a lot about uh, artificial intelligence and creating characters and avatars. I think there'll be a lot coming over the next few years where you see where you're able to interact, you know, kind of how we interact with chatbots with with characters that maybe um, maybe have artificial intelligence that are driving them. Okay, excellent. So last thing, where's the front door? If somebody wants to wants to be working with HP in this in this area, how do they connect with you? Well, you can definitely find me on all the social platforms. Sure. Joanna Popper at, at Twitter, at LinkedIn, Instagram, sure, sure, sure. Um, and or Joanna.popper at HP.com. You know, we're very we're very happy to talk to companies that are wanting to be innovative and push push into new grounds. You know, across all the spectrum of technology, whether it's uh, you know, digital manufacturing, three three D printing, artificial mm-hmm. intelligence, and or, or virtual reality, and, and or just you know anything that requires you know or like data science that requires mm. very very high levels of performance for, for in computing. So we're working with companies across all sorts of sectors and always happy to talk to somebody about how we can help, how the, our technology can help them improve upon and maximize their business. Outstanding. So Joanna Popper, Vice President of VR for Location-Based Entertainment at HP. Thank you very much for speaking with us today. Thank you so much.